Welcome everybody to the Complete Wedding Podcast. My name is Damon and today I'm very excited because I am joined uh, by uh, Chrissy from Chrissy G Design. Um, Chrissy and I, we connected uh, through Instagram. Uh, She does uh, custom artwork and calligraphy for weddings, events, home decor, and so on. Uh, One of the things that I really like um, as I was kind of researching you, Chrissy, is um, how when like for the month of October, I'm gonna share my screen here and, and show you like for the month of October, a lot of the things that you did were fall related and it was very unique and creative. And it wasn't all about Halloween. <laughs> you had a few <laughs> different things with Halloween in there, which was great. Um, but a lot of it was just more about the fall decor, tying in you know, the, the pumpkins and the other elements of fall, not necessarily uh, just uh, the you know the the spooky stuff. So I, I really thought that was cool, and I kept saying, "Man, she is very very talented." So I'm super excited to have you on this show, Chrissy. Welcome to the Complete Wedding Podcast. Oh, thank you, Damon. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. And so, uh, if you can, just tell me a little bit of how you got started. Okay. Um, well, I um, I went to school for graphic design, so I have a degree in graphic design. Um, I started working as a graphic designer, um, an art director, um, an advertising account exec. I even was in marketing. And um, I did that for a number of years. And it was about um, two years ago that I started to branch out on my own and um, got involved in doing like the weddings and invitations and signs and calligraphy. And um, now here I am today. Okay, and what got you started in, I guess, in weddings in particular? What, how did you get started there? Um, well, first of all, I am like a total <laughs> wedding lover. My favorite show is Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Um, so I'm really into weddings, but um, one of my friends from graphic design school, um, she contacted me a few years ago and wanted to get into this business with me. She wanted to do a partnership. So I was like all on board and we were making our business plan and moving ahead and um, something happened. She wound up dropping out. So that that was really tough because we were working hard at it and I was so excited for it, but I I decided, you know what, I'm going to just forge on and I'm going to do this myself and um, I've never looked back. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that person that uh, kind of dropped the ball, are you still friends now or did you like, you know what, that's it, we're done. <laughs> no, no. We've been great friends um, forever since college. She was actually my maid of honor in my wedding. Oh, nice. And um, she's moved on to some other creative endeavor. She's actually writing a book right now and, and really um, focusing on that. So, Okay, good. Well, you're still friends, so that's, the, that's good. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, w- again, I was doing a, a lot of research and I was pulling up, uh, you know, on your, on your website, on uh, your Instagram and, and uh, a few other things. And I was just wondering... Uh, anything from like the fall designs to like uh, about Michelle Obama there was a lot of different things on there so what inspires you oh wow there's there's so many things that inspire me I mean first of all you know what's going on in the news um, women's movements um, equality um, those are things that are really important to me so sometimes um, I feel like I need to express that through my drawings Um, and challenge myself. Um, And then, you know, the holidays and these events and weddings and things to decorate your home with. I really like messages and I like 
I like things that say things. I'm really into typography and calligraphy. Mm -hmm. So I like to use that in my art as well. Oh, nice. Um, so one of the people that I follow actually in podcast said that they keep a, uh, a notepad like right by the bed because they'll wake up and get inspired and then they'll write it down. Do you do anything like that? Like when inspiration hits you, like how do you remember all the things that come into, uh, into your head? Yeah, I do have that uh, notepad and pen next to my bed. And, you know, if I don't have it with me, I use my phone. I have the notes app and I have <laughs> a, a, a whole document there that's super long. And uh, I go back and reference that a lot for ideas or inspiration. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so I want to talk a little bit, uh, I guess, about some of the things as far as learning. I always like to give value um, for somebody, whether they're trying to uh, be in the industry as well or um, as far as the weddings and the, the brides and, and all of that. So what are some, some a failure that you've had that you've learned from? Okay, well, I, I think in terms of that question or a failure, you know, it's, it's procrastination. It's knowing you want to do something and then you put it off or you have, you know, you're busy working, you're busy taking care of your kids, whatever it may be, you're not finding the time to, to do that thing that's calling to your heart. So... You know, there's a lot of things that can pull you away, but you know, you really have to put that time in. I, I realize that even if you spend 30 minutes a day, if, you know, there's something you really want to do. If you're spending 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, working on that idea or that product or that new business, um, you know, you're putting it front and center, and and you'll get somewhere by taking those tiny little mm -hmm. steps. You will eventually get to where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you were talking, one of the things that um, um, a lot of my friends, people in my inner circle, they would ask me questions about, you know, starting a business or growing their business or, or anything. And they, um, not necessarily the procrastination, because that's part of it, but then also the hesitation, because you don't know what to do. So then you keep analyzing and analyzing instead of doing. Um, have you yes. seen, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes I, you know, if you look at my Instagram or my, my website, you know, I do a lot of different things. I do a lot of artwork. I do watercolor. I do digital illustrations. I do invitations. I do calligraphy for envelopes. I, I, I wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I worry, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not like a super specialist in one little thing. And, um, you know, I, I try not to worry about that. And I try and go where my heart takes me or what I'm finding joy in or, you know, um, and it's led me a lot of good places. I've met so many people and it opens up new doors when you try new things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, put it out there, put it in the universe, mm -hmm. <laughs> it comes back. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of which, are, is there anything that, um, that you like doing one versus the other? Like, do you like more calligraphy or watercolor or, or is there one thing that you love the most, I guess? Um, huh. I don't know. I think um, I kind of like them all. Um, I really do enjoy getting lost in a drawing or an illustration or a watercolor. Um, but then calligraphy is, is really relaxing. You know, you can just, you just zone into forming those letters. You use a dip pen and ink and it has to be slow. You can't rush that. And it's really, it's like, it's methodical. It's, it's, it's a great feeling to get into that. And, you know, you just, don't pay attention to anything else. So um, get in that zone. So um, 
I don't know that I could say one was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I was curious too, um, at least on your um, link tree and also on your website, I noticed a, a cactus. Is there mm. a story behind that? Oh, well, you know, I lived out in California for a while. I was born in the Northeast in New Jersey and always dreamed about California. And, and I did finally make it out there for a number of years. And I, I was just taken by the desert. I, I loved it out there. And we'd go out to Arizona, um, to Nevada and, and visit the desert a lot. And it's just something so different from how I grew up. So I just, I just really like to draw cactuses and um, I like that landscape. Okay. I, I was just curious. I noticed that on there, like even for your, uh, like your logo, um, it had uh, the, the cactus in there. So oh, right. I was mm -hmm. curious. Um, so when you think about the, the industry in general, we'll get to, uh, to weddings in a minute. I do want to make sure I add value for the brides and grooms watching. Uh, but when That's you cool. think about the, the industry in general, like what are some misconceptions or myths that are out there as far as kind of in your creative world, whether it's with the calligraphy um, or, uh, you know, the custom work that you're doing? Um, well, I guess, you know, I, I think that people, um, a lot of people think that they're not creative enough to do something like this. You know, like, oh, I could never do that. Or, you know, they'll ask me, you know, how did you do that? Or, you know, how do you know how to do that? And, and you know, a lot of the time it's, it's about practice and, and honing your craft. Um, so I would encourage people to, you know, really embrace their creativity and, and try stuff, try all the different crafts or art, whatever, you know, calls to you, don't be afraid to try it. So, you know, if you think you're not creative, you, you probably are, you're probably a creative problem solver in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I notice a, a lot of people think art and they usually think one or two things and there's art and, and so many, you know, people think as far as accountants, there's art and numbers. It's not just, yeah. it's not just, you know, picking up a pencil and drawing a, a beautiful portrait. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so if you had a superpower to do your job, what would that be? Oh my gosh, a superpower. Um... Wow, I, it, it would be great to like get it right the first time, <laughs> you know, just be perfect. I mean, it's never going to be perfect, but you know, a lot of the work that I do um, in designing and, and drawing, it, it goes through a lot of different iterations before it gets to its final piece, even calligraphy. You know, I don't just sit down and, and do somebody's wedding envelopes like first thing in the day. You have to warm up and you know, practice, you'll use, you'll use math. So you get your, you know, envelope, you know, set up straight and you got equal, you know, line spacing. So, you know, the, the preparation, um, the, there's a lot of time spent on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I'm curious, you said, um, you said that you warm up. What do you do to warm? I'm, I'm just curious, like, do you have like different hand things that you do to warm your <laughs> fingers up? Like, um, no, when I, when I say warm up, um, I mean, getting your dip pen and your ink and doing um, uh, like letter forms. You'll do lines straight down, lines straight up. You'll do curved lines. You'll do different swirls um, and then practicing some letters or names or words um, just to, to get warmed up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Now I do want to switch over uh, to weddings in particular. And I wanted to find out when, when somebody is looking to hire you or, or, um, 
I guess to hire you, what are some things that I wish you would consider, or let me rephrase that, when a client is looking to hire you, what are some things you wish they would consider when they're looking at trying to bring you into the fold? Um, well, you know, you have to, you have to look as someone like, you know, who's planning a wedding, you have to look and see, does this person match my, my style? You know, most calligraphers and artists do a lot of different things in different styles. Um, but if you wanted, you know, something that was really, um, let's say copper plate calligraphy, which is super, um, every letter is, is perfectly formed and it, it's very uniform. You know, that's not something I do. I'm a little bit more of a, a free, um, kind of loose kind of a style. So, you know, you have to look at that. Um, that's really important depending on, you know, the look you're going for, for your wedding. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's really important, first of all, style. Time, you need plenty of time to um, do this kind of work. Um, you know, if you have, I mean, nowadays, there's smaller weddings, of course. Um, but if you're sending out 100, 150 invitations, you know, the time it takes to, if you wanted to design custom invitations, you know, you have to put that into uh, consideration and, and then doing the envelopes. Sure, I could sit down and do a 100 envelopes in one day, but um, <laughs> that is not easy. <laughs> it's not something I want to do. I like mm -hmm. to spread it out. You know, you do like 25 or 30, you know, or 40 a day, and then, you know, have your other jobs happening as well. So, yeah. So that's okay. Okay. So, so um, obviously the timing there. So, sorry, somebody just walked into the, in the door. Give me one quick second. I'm sorry. <laughs> So obviously that's going to get cut out of our, our uh, recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So um, the, the style and the timing, that's what you had said. Um, mm -hmm. So when when people are looking for the, the copper plate, like you mentioned, like how would they know that someone is copper plate versus the more free form, I guess you would, I would call it? Um, well, it's, I don't, I don't have any examples here to show you right now, but um, if you were to look at like, some kind of old time calligraphy mm -hmm. that's um uh that's really different from um what i do um you know you'd, you'd be having maybe a little bit more a conservative style mm -hmm. if you were looking at something like a uh, copper plate um whereas you know what i do is maybe um a little bit more whimsical i, I guess you could say so um you know it depends on what you're you know, looking for it. You know, okay, I understand. So if they go to your website and they see kind of the form, then they should understand that you're not copper plate, that your your style is more uh, free form, more whimsical. Right, right, okay. exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, understand. All right, so what I'm going to do is I am going to share my screen again. Um, and, and as I do, um, I wanted to show this video here. So um, I actually wrote a blog about um, bridal party gift ideas. And oh. one of the number one picks uh, were swell bottles. And so when I saw this on your, on your Instagram page, I was like, wow, that is a, a great idea to be able to do something a little bit more, uh, more custom. Uh, and so 
what would you need to be able to create something like this for, uh, obviously this is a champagne bottle, but to be able to create mm -hmm. something like this, maybe for a swell bottle for the bridal party or for the bride and groom for uh, like a custom champagne bottle? Oh yeah, those, I mean, everybody appreciates those uh, custom swell bottles and, you know, the hydro flasks and the champagne bottles. They're, they're really cool. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I can procure these, you know, the, the bottles uh, for people or the, um, the cups. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, what they're looking for. There's different ways to do this. That was all hand painted and hand drawn. Mm -hmm. um, there's also, um, you can use vinyl, which I don't know if everybody's familiar with that, but that's like a permanent type of sticker that you use this special machine, like a cricket it's called, that would cut out your lettering and it sort oh. of just sticks on there. So there's different ways, um, to do it. And, um, I, I do this a lot, even if I'm going to a friend's house for a birthday, I'll, I'll you know, buy a bottle of wine or champagne and I'll write a birthday message on there for them. And it's just something unique and, and different. People use it a lot of the time, like you said, for, you know, asking, a, you know, someone to be their bridesmaid or, you know, bridesmaid, you know, gifts after the mm -hmm. wedding. Even um, I've done some boxes too for, um, I don't know if you've seen that Skull Vodka. I yes, remember yes. Who makes it. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've written on those Skull Vodka boxes um and sent special messages so they're just really different and unique and i think a lot of the time that's what what brides and grooms are looking for just some some way to be unique and and absolutely. you know make it special absolutely custom is is uh what i've been seeing for the last couple of years you can you know buy a, a bunch of bottles of champagne but to be able to customize it like this is uh so much more special now with this uh in particular should the um is this is it okay to buy a brand new bottle or should it be a used like it's just an empty bottle oh i'm all for a brand new full bottle because you know you can still open this and celebrate with it and enjoy it and then you know you have the memory of it you know after you've emptied it and, and drank it um so yeah i i think that it, it's fun to absolutely a, a new bottle. Yeah. yeah and so obviously this is champagne and so champagne should be chilled so there's no issues with uh with chilling it like it's not going to affect any of the longevity of the bottle afterwards no um the the inks and the paints that i use are acrylic mm -hmm. and um or or oil paint it depends but they're pretty permanent okay Okay, cool. I just uh, wanted to make sure there. Uh, so if anybody's looking for something custom like that, then this is definitely a, a great option. Uh, I'm going to switch over to another page here. Um, I was on Etsy. I'm sorry if I was stalking you, <laughs> but <laughs> I was on Etsy and I see that you do masks as well. And again, we have the, a few cacti there. Um, right. Have you uh, considered doing anything as far as uh, wedding masks? I see that's a, a big trend now is to do um, masks for weddings. Have you uh, considered that or is that something that you do? Um, it's something that I do. And Absolutely, I would do it for a bride and groom if that's what they wanted. Um, I've seen a lot of them out there and, and I think that's such a super cute idea. I mean, why not, you know, in this day and age, what we're living through, absolutely do a custom mask for your wedding, keep everybody safe at the same time. And so if you were to do the mask, would that be something that you would, it looks like this is more of a, a 
prefab print. So this would, you would kind of get a blank canvas and then you would uh, paint on it or draw on it or? Um, yeah, well, I would probably do it something digitally and then it would be printed mm. onto the mask. Mm. And, you know, yeah. you'd, it'd be nice to tie into whatever theme or colors that they're doing at the wedding. Um, sometimes people just like calligraphy on those masks for a wedding as well. With oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't think about that. That's, and so this would be something digitally that's printed on there. So that way they're not inhaling any of the um, fumes, I guess, from the ink or whatever. Right, right, right. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. All yeah, right. You can do Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say you can do these days with the way printing is you can do pretty short runs on digital mm -hmm. uh, digital printing. So, okay, perfect. Um, so I'm going to go through a couple more pictures here. Um, one of the things that I saw that I had never seen before, and maybe it's just because I, I'm in a cave, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> like when I think of, of wedding invitations, uh, like if it was, you know, calligraphy or anything like that, then it would be a design at the bottom of the envelope and then the uh, return address at the top. And then I was on your Instagram page and I saw stuff like this and I was like, wow, that's <laughs> uh, because you think like the work of art is obviously the invitation. You open up the envelope and so it's, it's pretty, it's nice. But these, when I saw this, um, I was actually floored. I'm like, wow, you've taken that whole back of the envelope and make, made it more of a piece. Is this something that you've seen before and you made it your own or did you start doing this on, uh, on your own? Um, well, thanks, Damon. Um, no, you know, you mean like taking up the whole envelope? The, the whole envelope, exactly, yeah. yes. Um, I've seen some like that, but these are really my own designs. Um, you know, I get inspired by looking, you know, on Instagram, just like everybody else does. But, sure. you know, I want to make it my own. Um, so, so, yeah, I just, I enjoy taking up the whole envelope. And I think I even have one example on there of like watercolor lettering where I did um, use watercolor paint to do the address as well. I saw that one too. I didn't want to put a, a bunch <laughs> up here, but I did, did see that one as well. Um, so then my only real question would be, as far as the return address, how do, would you flip over the envelope and you do the same thing for the return or how, how does that work? There's a couple different options for the return address, but yes, I would do it on the back on the flap, um, which can be done by hand, or I've also done um, uh, custom address stamps where I would oh. write something in calligraphy, sure. um, but then have the stamp made so you could just sure. stamp the back stamp of it. it. Okay, gotcha. mm -hmm. almost like a seal. Uh, I've seen those, yes. like the wax, wax seal and seals. everything. Yes. Oh, wax seals are pretty cool too, yeah. Oh, so you've done a return address with the wax seal? Oh, no, no, oh. no, I'm just saying. I was like, wow, that'd be pretty pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really small. I don't, I don't know, I haven't seen one yet, but. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess you'd have to have a pretty big one to be able to, if, in case it comes back to you, you want it to actually come back to you. <laughs> yes. We'll work on that. That'll be a, <laughs> something we can work on there. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stop sharing my screen here. Okay. And um, I just wanted to, um, for the, the brides and grooms out there, I wanted you to walk us through the process of creating um, a custom invitation for a client so they would know what the process is. We'll start from first when they hire you and then when the next time they would talk to you and then when they would actually should get their uh, invitations kind of created. Oh, okay. Um, well, generally I'll, you know, I'll email or talk on the phone with somebody and um, kind of get an idea of what they're looking for. Most of the time people do have an idea, um, you know, a certain flower or certain colors or, or no, I just don't want any, you know, artwork on there. So I'll have like a discussion with them and, um, I'll do generally 
um, two or three layouts for them, like rough layouts. And, um, you know, we'll go back and forth, see what they like or what they don't like. And then I'll, um, I'll do these mock-ups and um, then they'll choose. Um, and there'll be like probably mm, two or three rounds of revisions. Sometimes people want their names bigger or maybe, you know, a time has changed, something like that. Um, and then we'll pick papers and envelopes and sizes. Um, there's a lot of things to take into consideration, you know, RSVP cards and envelopes for those things. Do you want to add a custom drawn map? You know, is it like a wedding weekend? Um, there are quite a few things uh, to think about. So, um, and then we'll talk about, you know, the calligraphy on the envelopes. Um, but yeah, you'll want to do the, the invitations, you know, quite a number of months before, if you think you want to get your in invitations out to people at least six to eight weeks before your wedding, um, you got to give yourself at least six to eight weeks on the other side if you're designing a custom invitation, um, just so you have that time to go back and forth and you don't feel that pressure to just decide something. Um, so then, yeah, they would sign off after the design was um, chosen and it would go off to be printed and getting those bags is so exciting. Um, and uh, then we, we take it from there. So um, if, in a perfect world, what is the um, amount of time that a, a client should find you to be able to give you the information you need to create uh, their invitations? Well, in a perfect world, you, anywhere from three to six months would be like amazing. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, if you're, if you're under three months, that's super tight, you know, mm -hmm. it can be done, but mm -hmm. you know, it's best to, it's nice to have some wiggle room because sometimes <laughs> things get messed up at the printer or in the mail, you know, what's happening with mail lately. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's nice to have a cushion of time. Absolutely. And what about, uh, save the dates? Do you do a lot of those and, and kind of that same question as far as timeline? Yeah. Save the dates, you know, as, as soon as, you know, sometimes people send those out like a year and a half, a year in advance even. So um, if you could send those out, if you know, I mean, not everybody has that kind of a timeline, but, but if you do, you know, that's great. Um, and if somebody starts with the save, save the date, you know, then a lot of the time you'll use that same kind of theme or I design idea to carry over to their wedding invitation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we started, um, before we actually started recording, uh, we were talking about what you were uh, working on this morning. And as I okay. mentioned to you, uh, that that's one of the things that I was going to um, show and, and talk about was other items. I guess if you can talk about, obviously you do the calligraphy and you do the invitations and save the dates, uh, but people don't know the other handwritten or hand-drawn items that can be created. So I wanted you to, uh, I guess, Give me a little, a few examples of something that you have uh, created, like hand-drawn uh, type items that can make a um, personal touch for the for the wedding. Oh yeah, like the pictures you just showed. Um, those are of two bar menus, and you know, just adding a small touch like that with your signature drinks. If you decided to do something like that, um, or if you just want to list what's available at the bar. Sometimes people just have, you know, bar is open. You know, like open bar for everybody like you know they have a sign there but um you know that one was done in watercolor and i added some um illustrations of a um 
of a drink and then the uh, lemons on the vine there, not a vine on the branch. Um, so, you know, it, it just adds a, a little touch, a little more personality and it, it, it's pretty. And what about um, like seating charts or um, here comes the bride. I don't know if you've seen like the little uh, um, bridesmaid or not bride, I'm sorry, flower girls and groomsmen holding like a little sign is like the bride is coming or have you done anything like that? Or have you seen anything that you really want to create that's, uh, that has that custom touch? Um, yeah, I've done some work on um, mirrors, um, like welcome signs on mirrors and um, the seating charts. And um, like those little signs, like you're talking about with the, um, the little girl and the little boy, they're just so cute, um, mm -hmm. you know, or a dog that is, you know, wearing <laughs> a sign, um, you know, it, it's, it's just adorable and, you know, it makes for great photos, but it also, it's enjoyable. Um, yeah, so there's just so many opportunities and so many things you can do, I mean, you know, to customize your wedding. A lot of brides like to um, get the custom denim jackets or leather jackets, which I've, I've done as well. Um, you know, it says Mrs. Uh, whatever with your new name or wifey, uh, people like till death, um, you know, a little bit more rock and roll, they say till death and they'll have an illustration with some flowers. Um, you know, even writing on the inside, on the bottom of your high heel shoe, you know, a special message, you know, or writing something on, on your husband's to be shoe underneath. Like you, you could write it by hand or you could have someone who can write calligraphy do it. But just those little tiny things, um, I don't know, they're just, they're memorable, yeah. So I was a little uh, late trying to get my stuff up here on the screen. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but that's what you were talking about with some of the uh, the custom jackets. It's actually pretty cool. I like that. Right. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So um, obviously I'm in the, the wedding industry. I'm a, I'm a vendor um, in the wedding industry and I'm a big champion for other vendors in the wedding industry. Uh, but what I found is that if somebody wants to, uh, to DIY, then there's nothing you can do <laughs> to talk them out of doing their DIY, whatever it is, if they want to um, do their own music or, uh, or whatever it is. And so um, if somebody is trying to DIY, let's say their invitations, uh, what, is, what is a tip that you would give them to save them a lot of heartache? Um, well, you, you can go to Etsy, you know, where I do have an Etsy shop. Um, I don't have any printable invitations. I do more custom work, but there are plenty of people out there that have those available and even just a template that you can change the name or change the font and you can print that yourself. I mean, that's a, that's a good route to go. Um, if you wanted to do envelopes yourself, there are plenty of special metallic pens and you know paint pens out there that if, if you or someone in your family writes pretty or does nice print, you know, it makes it look a little bit more special than just using a regular pen. So there's a lot of ways to do it, um, especially if, if you're not looking for something to look so perfect. If you want to have a little bit more of that rustic charm, doing it by, by hand, doing it yourself is absolutely doable. 
Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got a different budget. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so when um, you had mentioned like getting the pins themselves and, and doing it, and by no means, I mean, I'm not saying to not hire a professional to do it, but if you're mm-hmm. dead set on, on DIY, um, are there markers that you would say if you're a first timer or you're not going to do this for a, a other than your wedding, stay away from this pen or stay away from these type of markers or, or anything like that? Um, no, you can go to, um, you know, Amazon or you can go to like Michael's or Joann's, like the craft stores. And you can just look in the art pen section. There's plenty of permanent art pens and like Sharpie paint pens made using oil. The oil ones are the best. Um, See, that's a good tip. I would have just yeah. got a regular Sharpie. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now, if you use the Sharpie uh, oil paint pens, um, those are the best. But remember, you got to shake them up and you got to tap them a bunch of times to make sure that ink is falling good. Okay. So that's a good tip. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, when we were talking before I started recording, uh, you were saying how in like your phone or, or iPad, you have like your notepad full of uh, <laughs> different ideas <laughs> and everything. Um, is there any piece of technology that you use a lot to be able to do your job? I use my iPad a lot. I use the, um, the Procreate app and I create a lot of things digitally. Um, I also use Photoshop. Those are the two things I use all the time. Okay. They're, very, they're invaluable. <laughs> and so if, besides those two, is there any technology that um, you can't live without? Um, in general, not necessarily for your job, just in general. My Netflix phone, or <laughs> my iPhone. I don't know how I lived without one before, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd have to definitely say that. And do you find yourself working on, I mean, obviously not emails or anything like that, but creating or drawing anything on your phone or is it more like a, a tablet that you use for your uh, illustrations here? Yeah, I, I use my iPad for the illustrations and, and even for design, even, you know, wedding invitations and stuff. I'll start there um, a lot of the time. Yeah, I have, um, I have that Procreate for the iPhone app and it's just really small to use and mm-hmm. it's not as easy and doesn't mm-hmm. have all the same functions. Yep, I hear you. Um, and so I have a couple more questions and then we're going to, uh, to get out of here. Um, my okay. next question is, since you're such an iPhone user, what is your go-to emoji? Oh, <laughs> um, probably the thumbs up. Um, okay. And, um, oh, and bicep. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, you have to give me examples of both of those in. Let's try that again. <laughs> you want me to do it again? Okay. Yeah. And so what, when would you do the muscle? Oh, whenever something's like cool. I mean, I'll do like the high five or whatever you want to call it, the clap. Everybody says something different on that one. Um, but you know, if something's good or I'm psyched about it, yeah. Yeah. You did good. A couple, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then my final question is um, to ask you, is there anything that you wish I would have asked you today? I don't think so. I think you did great, Damon. Well, thank you very much. Um, at this point in the uh, show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to tell people how they can find you. Okay. Um, well, they can find me on Instagram at Chrissy G Design, and Chrissy is with Justin I C H R I S S I. They can find me there. Um, also, Facebook, 
the same uh, name, Chrissy G Design. My website is also Chrissy G Design. Um, so uh, yeah, the best way to reach me is through email or, um, you know, you can send me a direct message on Instagram. Sometimes those kind of float out there and you can miss them. So I, I really prefer people to email me directly and um, then we can get started. They all, oh, also, I like you showed me before, you showed us before that I have that red bubble shop with my masks. I have my Etsy shop as well. And, you know, there's different ways to contact me there as well. Absolutely. And what I did, I, I'm sure you see it on the screen here. Um, I have a link tree as well. I think link tree is, is awesome for items like a, a, a for like Instagram and Facebook and everything, because you just have one place where you can send everybody. So um, I right. put that up on the screen so you can see your Etsy shop or your face mask, your website, your Facebook, and then obviously your, your IG as well. Yes, yes, perfect, thanks. You're very welcome. So I'm going to stop the screen share. And um, this is the point where I want to thank uh, Chrissy for coming on to the Complete Wedding Podcast. I appreciate all the valuable knowledge that you shared with all of the folks that are actually listening and watching. Um, is there any parting words that you want to leave our um, listeners? Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thanks again, Damon, for having me. This has been a lot of fun. And um, what I want to say to the listeners and to the people planning their weddings is to just um, be you and celebrate what makes you and your significant other special for your wedding because that's what's really going to make the difference. So embrace that. Beautiful. And on that note, we are going to end our The Complete Wedding Podcast. You guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye.